Hey, what's up? You're listening to Let's Be Vocal. Happy Tuesday, everyone, or whatever day it is that you're listening to this. I'm recording on a Thursday. Um, I hope everyone's doing well. If it's morning, I'm so thankful that you are starting your morning with me, and I hope you have a wonderful day. If you're in bed, I hope you have sweet, sweet dreams. And if it's just midday and you're doing a power walk or something, go you. I'm glad I can accompany you. Today... I have a topic. I have something I want to talk about. But before we get into that, I was listening to my... It's no longer up anymore, but my like episode trailer thing that I had from before, from like when I first started. And it was just a little clip of my first episode. And I haven't heard that episode since I've recorded it. I think I've listened to it once after I recorded it. Um, and it just made me feel like how far I've come and I, I want to go back and listen to it. Cause I want to know what, if I, I want to see if I could feel what I was going through and like what my thought process was while I was recording. Cause it's definitely changed even just in the few mo- past months. And I don't know. It's crazy to see how far I've come and how like my content has evolved and that's so weird. Um, but just seeing that the topics that I talk about are are different and I've been able to include some of my friends and, uh, I'm putting some things in motion for it to be better finally. So I don't know. It's exciting and I'm excited. Um, but I, I, just a small clip that I heard, I could tell that I've grown as a person a lot um nothing like I still agree with what I said in that clip it was basically just um about friends and it's a great episode if you haven't heard it you should go listen to it but it it, I in the clip I was saying how I feel like most people don't feel worthy or um entitled to having certain friends um unless you are like a conceited person whatever I don't know and you're like nope I deserve to have them in my life they're good I'm great what make that makes perfect sense um but I feel like most people I was saying that most people are like how do I have such amazing friends that care about me and stuff like that and it's amazing to be where I'm at now where it wasn't where I'm not being like how do I have this but I'm like I finally have it and it's like it's that thing that I'm so I'm so grateful for it and I'm not going to question it I'm just going to enjoy it and um just cherish them the way they've cherished me um but like it it got me thinking about other things and other um areas in my life where I'm sure that I've talked about it in that episode or like episodes closely after that um and how much my mindset has changed and I've grown and turning 20 freaks me out because that's like that's a whole two decades of my life that I'm like what two decades that's that's unfathomable um and this happens every day someone finishes a decade someone finishes two decades someone finishes like it's it's just it, it happens every day but it's still so bizarre when it happens to you and 
I, I'd rather, I'd almost rather go through this, like, I don't want to call it an existential crisis because it's not, but I'd rather go through this realization of, okay, another decade down, let's see what the next one has to offer now rather than doing it when I turn 21 because I feel like that's when most people do it. They're like, oh my gosh, like I'm an adult now. Um, and I'm kind of going through that right now. And I think what helped me kind of start thinking about this was meeting up with one of my friends. What was this? the last episode you guys heard was the roommates one. So it was after that, but it was before the episode came out, if that makes sense. Um, and she, we had met up very like adult. We went out to get food. Um, I don't think a single one of us took more than a couple bites because we were talking the entire time. Um, and I hadn't talked to this person in years. Like, I think the last time we saw each other, it's maybe been five-ish years, I want to say, was the last time we, like, spoke. Um, and almost instantly, I kid you not, almost instantly, it felt like like all that time was two days. It I didn't like even though we were catching up on so much, it honestly felt like we'd maybe been apart for a week or so. Like it didn't feel like I hadn't talked to this person in five years and that we had we'd grown into these adults and become these different people or whatever. It literally felt like you're still you and I'm still me. And I think part of it is because when we met initially we were very much, um, we didn't bond over any specific thing. Like, it wasn't like, oh, you like that band? I like that band. Or it wasn't, um, I don't even remember exactly how we met. I think we met through people because I don't think we had any classes together. And it just, yeah, I, I believe we met through people. If, I, if I'm remembering correctly, we, we met through this person that I did have a class with. But we didn't have any classes together, so we kind of met through mutual people and, like, hung around each other. And that's how we got close. And I think that started our friendship off probably the best way because we were going solely off of, like, gut feelings and being like, I feel comfortable around this person. Um, and that's why, I like, it works now. Because it's not about our likes or our dislikes, which we have a lot in common. Like, we're so on the same page, it's freaky. Um, but it was more about, I'm comfortable when I'm around this person. And I'm pretty sure that it's reciprocated, um, which you never know unless you ask directly. But talking about how we were doing, like, where we are in our lives, essentially. And how she's doing now is what I thought I would be doing at this age as well and I'm not upset that I'm not where I thought I'd be I feel like when we're kids we have this idea of like okay I'm gonna grow up I'm gonna go to college I'm gonna be married and have kids by this age like we have this kind of like timeline set and I I don't know when I dropped that timeline I don't know if I ever had a specific timeline I think I had a general idea of what what I was gonna, what life was gonna be like when I was twenty and blah blah blah, um, but I didn't have any specifics, and I'm glad that I didn't have specifics because I feel like that would have made my reality a little bit tougher, and I think I would have been harder on myself, if that's even possible. Um, 
because I didn't have the specifics, I feel a lot more comfortable with where I'm at. Because um, I feel like if I had been like, okay, I for sure want to go to college. Like, that's the crazy part. When I think back, I never was like, college is what I'm going to do after high school. Like, that was, everyone else was thinking about that. Everyone else was talking about it. But that was never like a, a guaranteed kind of next step step for me growing up. It wasn't ever you're going to go to college. It wasn't ever, so have you thought started talking about college? Like, I chose to start thinking about college when the time came, but it was never something that everyone talked about around me. It was never something that I fully was like, that's my next move after high school. Um, growing up, it was never, again, I never had the specifics of what my life was going to, how my life was supposed to unfold. I just knew that I wanted to be in a certain kind of like I want to be living alone and blah 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 and like having a job driving da 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 like all these all the basic things that you do when you get older I thought I was gonna have and I was gonna be doing uh but I'm not I'm not mad that I'm not doing those things because I'm very happy with where I am and who I am today uh I still have so much to learn and grow but I'm so happy with my personal growth and being more comfortable with myself than I ever thought I would be I mean I had my hair in a fro the past couple days and I was looking in the mirror and I was like if you had talked to yourself 10 years ago five years ago and we're like yeah you're gonna go out in public with your fro not only are you gonna love your curls but you're literally not going to care I I'd, I'd literally would have looked at you and be like no way no bangs my curly hair my natural curly hair I've never straightened I haven't straightened my hair in how long like that I would have looked at you like you're crazy um but just just like all those little things that kind of have become a big deal for me I I'm proud of myself for getting to where I am and that's another thing is I I'm always hearing like don't be complacent with what you're doing or, or like with your goals like always have another goal but if you're consistently trying to look for the next thing you forget to appreciate what you have so it, I think it's a nice it's always a balance you, you always need a balance but you need to take a second once you reach the top of a mountain before you start or like a plateau in a mountain right so there's a plateau and then you have more to go once you reach that point, look back and be like, wow, I've done that. Like, I, I did that. And then look up and be like, because I've done that, I can do more. And keep going. Like, that's kind of what you need to look at it as every time you hit an accomplishment or a big goal um, that you have. You should be, it should be a plateau where you're just like, wow, I'm, I'm doing what I thought I was going to do. So I'm going to keep going until I can't. And you're, gonna, you're never going to feel like you can't because... When you keep accomplishing things, that's your motivation. It's not that you're like, well, I, that doesn't seem so hard or da da da. It's like, I've already done so much. Why, why shouldn't I be able to do this? Also, happy Cinco de Mayo because um, I just realized that it's May 5th. So, yeah. And also, May the 4th be with you, even though it's late. I almost didn't recognize that yesterday because I say it, I tweet it nearly every year. I didn't tweet it yesterday because I just didn't care enough. But um, then I, I saw it because somebody else posted it. Oh, somebody went to Disney. A lot of people went to Disney. Um, 
and they were posting about it and that's what made me remember but yeah and then wow being the fifth i it's literally 10 days until my birthday uh um (laughs) i've been i have a countdown in my journal and it's been freaking me out watching the numbers get smaller and smaller but also it's i'm basically 20 already it's fine i just need to like that one day isn't gonna change everything for me like there's nothing that i can do that day that i can't already do so i'm i'm fine i'm okay going back to what i was saying was I'm glad that I can really enjoy this time and I can reflect on how far I've come and look forward to how much I have yet to accomplish, you know? It's 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 scary but exciting at the same time. And that's what I think so much goes down in your 20s and the idea of it has a smile on my face but also increases my heart rate a little bit. Because, <laughs> um, you know, a lot of your formative years are between 10 and 20. Like, that's your formative decade, where you get your likes and your dislikes, your opinions, you, um, your core memories. Like, all of those things happen in that decade. And now that my, my teens and my that decade is now coming to the end I I'm setting new goals I am really looking at who I want to be not who I was not who um other people are but who I want to be and where I see myself being in the next decade and looking at all of the potential that I can mold my life with in this next decade And just, like, trying not to freak myself out over it. Just kind of being excited for it and being open to what's to come. Because that's really all you can do when you're getting older. (laughs) Getting older is so weird. Also, I've always been... This this is not what the episode's about at all. And I'm so sorry if you don't care about any of this. Um, But, yeah. I've always been the person who I didn't really have birthdays like birthday parties or anything I just it'd kind of be a normal day they'd be like happy birthday cool and I'd either go to the strawberry festival which I'm so sad that but it's canceled again this year uh and I was so excited for that because I was like yay finally and then it got canceled again so and then so I'd either do that or I would and or I would get a sprinkles cupcake like that is the one thing that I do pretty much Every year on my birthday is I get a Sprinkles cupcake. Um, I don't even love them nearly as much as I used to. They're still great and they still taste very good. Um, but I was on some kind of crack when I was a kid. Um, <laughs> and so I had them every year. That was like my little treat that I always got regardless of what I did. But the few years that I did have a birthday party or like had friends or whatever over, it never gave me the feeling that like... I feel like you're supposed to have when you're having a birthday party and I think it was for one of two reasons a I set my expectations higher than my reality because of 
what I feel like other people's expectations for their birthdays were. Like, I, it wasn't even something that I necessarily wanted. It was just kind of like, this is what it's supposed to be. So if it's not this, it's not going to be right, you know? Uh, I still had good times, but it it discouraged me from having another one the, the following year, you know, if it didn't turn out the way I wanted it to. Um, or if I didn't have the memories or the feeling that I did from it th- that I, I was expecting to have. And B... I realized I don't love having all the attention on me. I really don't. It's not fun for me. Um, I m- would much rather do nothing, like, or just hang out with people that I enjoy instead of having this, like, big ordeal, like, oh, my gosh, Kayla. I just, it's not my forte, not my, my thing, which I'm doing a thing this year. I told you, I think, that I'm doing bowling and luckily luckily they're not all there just for me there's an event going on you know we're bowling so they'll be focused on that pretty much everyone or not a lot of people know everyone like everyone's met at least once once or twice you know and had conversations so i'm not worried about groups not meshing i think there's only one person that won't know anyone there I think, or like, she'll know my sister, but nobody else. And that's the person that I just like recently connected with, but I think it'll be fine because she's a social person. And, um, I mean, I'm there. I, I mix everyone. That's my thing. Um, so yeah, that, that was my whole little spiel about getting older. Uh, if you want to know my, more of my thoughts, let me know and I'll, I'll put a list together and tell you about growing older. Oh, I didn't even tell you why I brought up my birthday. No, I did. I, I, I'm hesitant to get excited, but um, putting positive energy towards it. You know, I'm not going to let myself get anxious. I'm not going to tell myself that I'm going to be anxious. I'm just going to tell myself I'm going to have a good time, you know, and positivity. Um, we're going to bring it kind of... I don't want to say it's negative because I don't think withdrawals are negative. I think they're a part of growing and it's, um, yeah, it's a measure of growth and change. That's what I, that's what I think a withdrawal would be. Basically, I'm not addicted to really anything, uh, Everyone on TikTok and my sister and stuff, they're like, wow, so you don't drink coffee, you don't do anything, you just kind of live life as it is, you don't have any prescriptions, like, just, and they're like, so you really just raw dog life, and I'm just like, yeah, I'm out here feeling all of my, well, I don't really feel all my emotions, which is something I should probably go to therapy for, Um, but I feel my emotions, you know. I deal with people every day, all day. The only way I can escape life is by sleeping. And I've been trying not to take naps. That way I can have a normal sleep schedule. And then my old my old addiction, I guess, would be social media. But I really don't care about social media anymore. I mean, I'm on it all the time. But I don't... It doesn't feed me anything. I try and stay off of it. Like, that's just not doing what it should be um 
And then, I don't know, I, like, I just never really had, besides social media, I never really had, like, an addicted, I haven't been addicted to anything. Like, there's nothing that I was like, this is my escape. If I have this, I can live life. Um, and I guess now, it's my friends. It's the serotonin and the dopamine that I get from hanging out with them. And then it's the it's the lack of serotonin and dopamine that I have when I go back to like my base level. It's not even that I go um, below my base level. It's just my base level then, seen, then sends me to my lower level. Because when you go somewhere, your level's being spiked and then you go back to your base level. I realized that the reason going back to my base level sends me lower is because I used to fear that anytime I was having a good time, it'd be like my last time or it'd be the only one I'd get for a while and that I wouldn't have that much serotonin or that much dopamine release in um, a while. Like that was a one-time thing that'll happen in another couple months or something. Like I'd have to savor that. And so it would essentially... And it was mainly because I would have, I, I don't want to like self-diagnose myself, but I, I feel like I was, ha- I would have a bunch of manic episodes where I'd just be on like really high highs and then um, coming back down would just send me into really low lows. And because I've been hanging out with my friends more lately and, you know, doing things that make me happy and make me feel good and make me want to create and do these things and be productive, I think it's kind of starting to level out where they're not super high highs anymore like they don't have to be anything extravagant or crazy that makes me you know have high levels of serotonin or dopamine but the reverse of that is I'm not going into like complete spirals I'm going into like I guess baby spirals where I'm not I'm not so much sad I'm just kind of like eh I don't want to do my routines during the day. I don't really want to go out and do anything that's going to make me feel better. You know, I just kind of have like those off days. Like that's the best way I can describe it is it's an off day. It's the the day where you're just like, I'm not sad. I'm not upset. I just, I don't feel good, I guess is the best way I can explain it. Like if you don't, if you've never experienced those days, well, um, I'm so happy for you. Uh, How does it feel to be normal? Um, but it's one of those days where you just kind of are like, eh, I don't want to do anything to make me feel good, but I'm not sad. It's just, I'm living, you know, I'm existing or trying to at least. Um, and that's kind of what my, my withdrawals are like. And I'm so glad that I've gone to a point where I can acknowledge them. I think I've, I was talking about this a few episodes back, um, but I was, I'm getting to a point where I recognize it. I'm like, oh, well, what'd you do yesterday? That's why you're having withdrawals today. That's why you want to ignore your alarm. That's why you don't want to do your stretches and go outside and walk your dog. And like, that's why all of these things are kind of having a ripple effect. You know, it's from you feeling like today is not going to be as good as yesterday. And even though... You know, sometimes that's that's true. It's just like, yeah, I've got nothing going on. Um, 
nothing that's going to bring that serotonin um, in the same way. And so I kind of had to learn to not only recognize that and recognize, hey, you're going through withdrawals, it's fine, you're okay. You don't, it's not just an off day, you're going through withdrawals of um, being back at your base level of serotonin and dopamine. And so once I realized that, um, I've started to kind of be like, okay, well, let's, let's bring up your serotonin the way you would on any other day, like the way you would have the day before that, or if you had to go do something like, like, let's bring up your serotonin levels and what's gonna, what's gonna kind of take them from dipping below and just kind of keep them at, at least at base level. Um, and so I kind of forced myself because again, I told you, I, I, those are days where I don't want to even walk my dog the one time that I have to walk her. But I'll either walk her a couple times, I will walk my other dog, I will go and just like force myself to be in the sun because the sun is the most helpful and natural serotonin booster I can imagine. And living in sunny, Cal- sun- sunny sunshine, SoCal, I think I should really take advantage of that. Like if, if I'm feeling bad, if I'm not feeling the greatest because of a serotonin withdrawal, why not just go say, hey, Mr. Sun, and, you know, get that serotonin back. Um, so I do that. I think that's another reason why I don't want to walk my dog is because I know that it'll give me serotonin. And I'm just like, I guess, self-sabotaging. And so I, I was recognizing when I do that, I'd be like, stop being a little pouty chick and get up and go be in the sun. And so when I do that, that usually turns my day around. But in the event that that just makes me tired... I do so many other things. I will be like, okay, you're going to get up. You're going to read. In the event that I really don't want to read, I'm like, you're going to listen to music. Never have I ever put on music and not been like, all right, I feel better. But like music is, for whatever reason, it's like my last source. It's my last source. It should be my first one. Because that's a, that and sun, I don't care how bad a day I'm having. If I put on music, if I put on sad songs, I'm going to sing. And that's going to make me feel better. If I put on happy songs, I'm going to dance. And that's going to make me feel better. So it's like there's really nowhere I can go where I'm in the sun listening to music and feeling bad. It's just not going to happen. It's not going to happen. So that really should be my first line of defense. But it's not. And I'm just now realizing, you and me, real time right now, um are learning that Kayla needs to listen to music and be in the sun to be happy. I'm not a hard girl, please. Really. Give me food, music, and sunshine. I, I, I don't know how else... I don't know what else I need. Truly. That is, that's, how to, that's the way to my heart. Um, <laughs> but when I can tell if I know that I'm going to be this way because I mean I've I've learned this the past couple weeks this past month has shown me oh you should probably plan things to do either afterward so that way like it lessens because like oh I didn't just do that yesterday but I did that plus this in x y and z or whatever so it's like it felt more of just like a busy day rather than a serotonin day um because I can differentiate it and like put it in a different category so that helps if I plan something to do afterwards. But what also helps is if I plan something to do the day after. So if I have nothing to do the day after, that's usually when it hits the hardest. Because, you know, I'm just like, there's nothing to do today. My life sucks. I spiral for no reason. 
Um, but if I am like, okay, well, you have to get up because you have to do this. You have to get up because you have to do this. And I kind of like force myself to do things. And luckily my dog kind of ends up doing that. When my sister has work, it's even better because it's like, well, no one else can take her. I have to take her. Um, so doing those things that force me to get up, either I'll make a to-do list. I'm like, okay, you have to uh, do your laundry. You have to record an episode. You have to, um, like I force myself to get up and cook. And usually if I make breakfast, that sets my day off perfectly. Lately, I found my grandpa got these sausages that he doesn't like. And so we brought them down to my plate, my apartment, and um, I hadn't really thought anything of them, but I wanted some, like, breakfast sausage, and they're, like, hot sausages. They're not supposed to be breakfast sausages, but I made them with a bagel and, and a fried egg one morning, and it's kind of been my kick recently. I've had it. I had it this morning. Uh, it was very good. I was really debating on I really wanted that on half of my bagel and then the other half to be cream cheese but i like it with the onion bagel because the flavors just mesh so well together it's a little spicy but then it's like it's so perfect um and it's a great brunch snack <laughs> but i have that and i really want it also wanted like half, i just wanted that on half of my bagel and then the other half i really wanted to be cream cheese but i like the cream cheese with the plain bagel i like it with an onion bagel too but it tastes so much better for me on a plain bagel but I was like I can't I can't like I don't want to substitute I don't want to sacrifice the flavor of my my like sandwich version so that I can have cream cheese on my plain bagel but then I don't want to have cream cheese on an onion bagel and then have so I ended up just having my onion bagel whatever I was really contemplating going to my mom and be like hey so this is really weird I know but would you want one of my sandwiches because she likes them too and she's probably the only one I've made them for so far I was like, would you like, I almost said this, I didn't, but I was going to say, would you like one of my sandwiches, but one slice of the bread would be plain and the other would be onion. Um, I withheld myself because that sounds so psycho, like just have one bagel, Kayla. Um, and so I just had the one bagel and I'll probably have the cream cheese one tomorrow. Um, it's also the last plain bagel, so I'm really hoping nobody else eats it. Even though I suggested my sister eat it today. Thank goodness she said no. Um, <laughs> but starting my day off with, like, cooking or doing something that, like, forces me to, um, A, get up, B, um, gives me energy, and C, um, makes my brain work or, like, my hands work and makes me move. Those three combinations will get me, like, will kick my withdrawals really quickly. Otherwise, I end up just sleeping all day. Because, like, I don't even want to watch YouTube videos. That's the, that's, the, that's the worst part, is when you don't even want to watch TV because you just, you have no energy. So I usually just sleep on those days. Um, or at least I used to. Like, I'd feel bad, and then I'd sleep it off. And then I'd wake up, and I was like, oh, I'm not that bad. Like, <laughs> naps fix a lot of problems. But when I don't want to nap or don't have time to nap, music and sunshine, godsend. Um, I also, or I'll like put on my list to do my skincare, which is very low maintenance, but because I don't have to do it nearly as often as I used to. I, I used to do my skincare every day, um, but 
I couldn't find a moisturizer that was working for my skin because I'm learning that my skin is very sensitive, which is weird. Because um, I used to think it was oily, and then I realized it's not. And then I learned through trying to find a moisturizer that my skin's sensitive. Um, so I'm on the hunt for a moisturizer and a sunscreen that doesn't break me out. Because my skin is annoying. Um... But it used to be that until I was like, I can't find something that's going to work for me. And this this um, face wash is drying out my skin too much. It wasn't drying my skin out enough for it to be like an issue. But if I was wearing it, if I was doing it every day, it was drying out my skin to the point where I was breaking out because I was using it every day. So I stopped using it every day because it was kind of, I guess, stripping my natural oils. You don't care. Basically, my skincare routine consists of me washing my face, and that's pretty much it. And then leaving it alone for the next four days. Um, unless my dog licks me. For what I think, I don't know if I'm, like, slightly allergic to him, because I'm not allergic to my dog, and they're both hypoallergenic, so I don't know what it is. But whenever he licks my face, I break out, so I have to wash my face when he licks me. Um, again, more things you didn't care about. I do my, my, my face wash... And I forced myself to do that that day. Um, I've already told you I walk my dogs. Um, I will usually, if I can tell that I'm just going to go back and probably nap, I try to hang out and walk my dog a little bit longer. And then lastly, which is probably my favorite way, which I've started doing more often, even when I'm not having an off day, is I text and I check in on my friends. Because... I used to be so upset when people wouldn't check in on me. I'm like, hey, I just really could use someone to check up on me. Um, and then I stopped caring. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I go through waves where I'm just like, I wish people would check in on me. And that's usually when I'm feeling like my worst. Um, but when I'm feeling pretty good, I still, w I mean, I still would appreciate if people checked in on me. But I don't care as much. I'm like, I'm doing well. It's fine. And eventually they'll check in on me or i'll reach out to them and we can have a conversation either way who cares you know at least i could talk to someone that i care about um so i check in on people i'm just like hey how are you doing like we haven't talked in a while or um what's on your schedule today what do you got going on how are you what what are you feeling that at all and i if, it's always nice to catch up with people even if it's just for like over text for 15 minutes just being like hey what's your schedule today um not because you want to do anything or you want i don't know none none of that but simply because you're curious and you're you want to let them know that you're thinking about them and that they're on your mind and you care about them um even sending just a simple text with no reply or like with a, a like instead of a, an actual reply um means a lot for me i i like to do those i used to do I used to do texts where I would send them, I still do them sometimes, but I would send them to a bunch of people separately. I don't do group chats, um, but I'd send like kind of the same text to a bunch of people separately and just being like, hey, I'm thinking about you, I hope you're well, da 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 da. Like I send them usually first thing in the morning, so that was like one of the first things that they saw. Um, made me feel good, I made them feel good, and then it made me feel good again because I'd be like, oh my gosh, thank you, da 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 da. And I'm like, yes, yes. Thank you very much. Um, that's really all I have for you guys today. Um, <laughs> I hope you got some tips on how to turn a bad day into a good day, uh, which I think maybe that'll be today's title. I don't know. We'll see.
I I haven't planned that far ahead. Um, <laughs> I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I hope you got some tips. Uh, if Again, if you're starting your day, I hope you have a great day. Go do those things that boost serotonin. Look up other things to boost serotonin. But my number one is dancing. So turn on some music and dance. That's golden. It will never fail you. Even if you don't know how to dance, just move your body. I, I promise. Um, and don't do it for just like 30 seconds. Like do it for like, a, set a timer for 10 minutes. If you set a timer for 10 minutes and you just make it a point to move your body, you'll feel so much better. Uh, and then, yeah, all of the things go, go comment, go rate and follow the pod and whatever you listen to this thing on, uh, make someone's day, make your own day and Go easy on yourself. I love you. I love you. Bye.